Hi, everyone. Hello. <laughs> We're back. Sorry about the delay. I caught the flu. <laughs> it's all your fault. I know. I got the flu <laughs> shot, though, but then I still caught the flu. Different strain, I guess. I'm still, as you can probably tell, like, my voice kind of, well, to me, it sounds husky. I think to other people now, it's just, like, squeaking, like, Elmo at I don't this know, point. It's not too bad. Yeah. You're fine. <laughs> so that's what happened, um, but we're posting one week later than we typically would, so you're going to hear kind of back-to-back from us this week and next week, but this episode, we're going to be focusing on the eBooks for All campaign from the ALA, the American Library Association. Um, if you want some background info on this, I would suggest actually reading or listening to reading, listening to our last episode, just so you understand mm-hmm. how eBooks work at our library, how purchasing works, what they are. Um, and you can skim through that if you want, or come in and talk to a librarian and get a crash course mm-hmm. on how eBooks work. But... We'll be back after the music. Sounds like a plan. Yeah. Good enough. All right. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Try number two. Mm -hmm. Um, We were just talking about how we were going to ramble through this a little bit because there's a lot to cover and this is a big thing. Um, So... As many of you probably know, or maybe you don't know, but... Actually, I don't, I don't think very many people know about this. Well, not about this so, specifically, but no, about yeah. library's mission. Oh, yes. Just point blank mm-hmm. as the bedrock of all this. We, as a collective libraries, are committed to providing equal access of information to everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, you, your grandmother, your mother, it doesn't matter. You have the right to read what you want, to discover what you want, and libraries are champions of that message and that is something built into our code of ethics if you ever go on ALA you can look that up Um, we do have an actual an actual code of ethics for our profession (laughs) that you know kind of details what every library incorporates into its personal mission into their long-range plan and so while we believe these things are very important values to uphold Sometimes we don't see eye to eye with other entities that are out there who we interact with. In this case, we're going to be talking ebooks for all, specifically some publisher limitations that have been coming up from big name publishers that have impacted libraries and ultimately impacted you, the patron. Um, even if you don't use ebooks frequently this still impacts you yes so it's it's important to hear about but i think you're right definitely saying a lot of people don't know about this yes um Um, i actually i talked with a family member over the weekend and they had no idea so it's i don't know if it's necessarily out there enough for people to really understand what is happening so hopefully we can break this down for you that the general you know everyday patron or you know just someone who knows nothing about libraries um to understand why this is such a big issue i think um because it is confusing unless you really are yeah, unless you're part in, of the, those in the system. Or on library Twitter. Oh yes. Yeah, <laughs> 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 you're on library Twitter. Mm-hmm. But um, basically the background of the eBooks for All campaign is that on November 1st of this year, Macmillan Publishers put an embargo on their eBooks that were purchased by libraries. So what does that mean? Under the embargo, libraries, no matter the size of their city or town, are only allowed to purchase one copy of each new book or each new ebook title for the first eight weeks after its release. So, to put this in perspective, Macmillan is one of the big five. Mm-hmm. 
They are a massive publishing house for providing ebooks.、Um, and you may not always know like your book is published by Macmillan because they have so many smaller branches, but this is. This affects a lot of new、it、publications,、really、popular titles, not uh, like. Uh, the、yeah. first thing that comes to my mind is、um, Elton John's new book, Me. Yeah. That's Macmillan.、Um, so there's so many popular books out there that, that we could only purchase one of those copies for eight weeks,、um, for the first eight weeks of publication. Now, think about this. So, just as a general idea, when. Becoming by Michelle Obama、mm. was popular, okay? That thing had, I think at one point, I was waiting for seven months. I think, yeah, I was、This、on was that wait list for seven months. This was before the embargo.、Mm-hmm. This was before, and it wasn't like seven months and then it went down, and after seven months、no. I got the book. It、no. was seven months and then it was still like at three months for people waiting by the time I got the book. So. That was with libraries being able to buy multiple copies, which we do. We buy, as we discussed in the past episode, we buy like two or three copies of really popular books to help cut down on those wait times because we know they are, are, are already out of control.、Mm. They are, you're waiting weeks and months sometimes to get books that you, know, you, you want to read for a book club, you want to just read so you're on the same page as your friends and, and what's going on in the book world. So... This restricts that even more. This、mm. means we can only buy one copy、yes. of those popular things, and the hold list can still grow exponentially.、Mm-hmm. So, Macmillan is the only major publisher that's restricting public libraries' ability to purchase and lend digital content to their communities, according to the ALA's page as of yesterday.、Mm. Um, that may or may not change though, because as I said, they're one of the big five. So, what they do influences what other people do. And there already are、um, smaller, pu- smaller publishing、uh, companies that have changed. We actually have like a whole graph. Blackstone Audio was、yes. one, right? Like, Blackstone does、um, a lot of our audiobooks. Yes. So, if you're so, listening to audiobooks,、yeah. I can give you a list right <laughs> Please now. Please do. So,、um, Blackstone Audio,、um, effective July 1st, 2019.、Um, they placed a, a moratorium on sales of library content. Libraries cannot get this content until 90 days after the retail date. So you can't even purchase anything until after 90 days.、Um, for Hatchet,、um, they replaced its perpetual ownership model for libraries to two year access. So this means that. Um, with a lot of publishing、um, companies now, when a library purchases an ebook or an audiobook, we don't technically own that book. We lease it. We lease it.、Um, so for a lot usually, of money. For a lot of money. So <laughs> I actually I, I broke down、uh, the amount that we're spending too. But for the most part,、um, you purchase a book for up to four times its,、um, its initial cost for the regular consumer. And you own it for at most two years or 52 checkouts, and then it goes away. And then we have to purchase a second copy. You meaning libraries? As, as,、yeah. Sorry, me, yes. <laughs> libraries have to purchase <coughs> an additional copy. So that's、mm-hmm. what Hatchet has、uh, done since July.、Um, <clears throat> Harper Collins, with not even 52 circulations, instituted a limit of 26. So only 26、Why、people. Why 26? I don't、arbitrary. know. It's very specific. I don't know.、Um, so, so that's the same thing. It's you know, 20, only 26 patrons or 
renewals or or however that you break that down mm-hmm. it can only happen in one book until the library has to purchase another copy yeah um Mac, uh, we just we we're, just, gonna, we're yeah. gonna go through Macmillan a lot um penguin random house um discontinued its um, one copy one, one copy use. one use uh professional it was so model. sad when that happened yeah that's... Um, so that means that uh, once again we don't own the book anymore releasing it um, Simon and Schuster um, it's the same thing and Tor which is a bra- or, uh, Branch? A, what do you call it a, it's a subsidiary? no no it's something else uh, it's a division I guess division. A, we'll, division. we'll call that imprint that's what imprint. I was, that's the word I was yep. thinking of um, so in July of 2018 <coughs> so they announced without warning um, this is towards a, um, yeah that was a... it, but immediately beginning to embargo book sales of new titles to libraries for four months so that means that uh, libraries can't purchase brands new books which is uh, mostly science fiction fantasy really yeah. hardcore you know fans. Um, who enjoy this and they're trying to you know prevent libraries from purchasing it and almost strong arming I have to say yeah they're strong arming yeah Um, well their whole idea behind it is that specifically Macmillan mm -hmm. is that if we embargo this you are going you meaning you the patron are going to go out and buy the new ebook or e-audio book rather than wait on the hold list. Now this is wrong because it's been proven wrong in multiple statistical analysis that you you use the library as like a little testing ground. It's like your little yeah. petri dish to try new authors, new genres, new things. You could pick the book up and send it back if you don't like it in mm-hmm. five seconds. So if we don't have the ability to provide you with that, you're not gonna go out and buy the book that you aren't sure you're gonna like i mean i don't know about you jamie but also just me personally i'm not dropping 25 dollars on a hardback of some book i've never read yeah Um, and i don't have time to sit in barnes and noble and read it for a few hours to see if i like it Mm -hmm. i i have statistics to throw at you throw me Um, this so uh, (laughs) i can't say (laughs) it's okay so in library journals recently published generational reading survey 60 percent of millennial readers said that they later purchased a copy of the book that they had first checked out from their library, and 77% said that they later purchased other books by an author they discovered at their library. Yep. So again, we this whole embargo and just the whole idea of it is <coughs> preventing probably, it sounds like, one of their largest customers mm-hmm. uh, from discovering new authors and um, purchasing We're a reliable them. customer, yes, too. Yes, like, we are libraries very reliable. Libraries will buy <laughs> books. We buy books if one person wants them because you want it and you deserve to read it if you want it so alienating us in the hope that you know you the patron are gonna go out and spend some money which still even if you bought these books there was a librarian on twitter who did an analysis even if you the percentage of you that mamela thinks would go out and buy these books went out and bought these ebooks it would not equal or make up for the sales lost by libraries mm. not buying these ebooks or not being allowed to buy these ebooks because of the embargo. Mm. So, really, they're losing money on this, which makes no sense it to is. me that they, someone somewhere, <laughs> did their flowchart very strangely, I guess, and yeah. sold it. But it, it, it's just, it's mind boggling. And then why they decided to do this was because they believe as we said, that it hurts their bottom line and that it also damages 
authors and what authors make, which it doesn't. Mm-hmm. It, it, doesn't. it doesn't. And it's apparently them. frictionless, which is not the case at all. Yeah. Because, again, like we said before, you're waiting six plus months yeah. for a popular book. Yeah, that's that no, was a that's great frictionless. That was a great line. Like, <laughs> borrowing ebooks from libraries is frictionless. Excuse me, have you sat here and like gone through? We love you guys, but like, have you guys sat here and gone through teaching someone how to use Libby and Overdrive and all the other ways that you can read ebooks? We do that multiple times a day Mm -hmm. on multiple devices. We have people come in multiple times because it's complicated. It is is not frictionless, especially when you start including consortiums Mm -hmm. and borrowing from other libraries in them. You have to go through and show people how to do these steps, and then people have to go home and try and figure it out when the app updates and yeah. they can't call you <laughs> that's not frictionless it's i am not, sorry it's no, oh gosh we if, could go into like if my terror. mother has to call me to figure yeah. out how to borrow an ebook I, that is not like an easy borrow no oh my so, gosh oh. Well, i love you mom <laughs> <laughs> I, I i completely agree and you know just to so the library side of this, how much we're spending on some of these books, I actually have an example for you. So this is Elizabeth Gilbert's City of Girls, mm-hmm. and um, the list price is $28. Um, Amazon's book price is $17. The ebook price is $15. And for the libraries, um, it's $15. But then we go into the ebook, and it's $55. Her book for 24 months and it must be repurchased so according to this this, this is the two years again yeah. um the and the audio is even more exorbitant i'll just list so the um the amazon audio book price is 34 dollars for the consumer and for libraries it's 95 dollars per yeah. copy I love those numbers. Mm. <laughs> I'm putting together a cart that I'm going to be purchasing today. Yes. And I'm just oh like, gosh. Oh. Well, no, it's it's amazing. Like I, um, even with <coughs> kids' books now. Um, yeah. I um I went through and I where I do this in East Ham, which I create cards and then they decide what to purchase. But my cart easily within maybe twenty minutes yeah. can add up to a thousand dollars. Oh yeah, probably I can get to a thousand dollars with five books. Oh yeah. If I really wanted yep. to try, I mm-hmm. could. Well, not if I want to try. I just do. If yeah. I would want to buy yeah. audiobooks, thousand mm-hmm. dollars very it's, easily. Oh yeah. Like I mean, since I've been here, my budget for ebooks has also gone up every year because of the demand. Mm-hmm. So we can meet demand, and just because they also cost a lot. Yeah. They cost a ton. But I think it's also important, going off on a tangent, to mention who is impacted by this. Yes. Because we say, like, we're talking about libraries a lot here. Yes, libraries are impacted by this. We're going to have longer wait times on new titles published by Macmillan, um, and our staff is going to have to bear the brunt of the complaints coming back from readers and patrons. But, which is fine, you can vent to us. Please vent to us, that's mm-hmm. okay, because we can always gather this information and use it. So it's not just you, the average patron, waiting for this. Ebooks are very important for people who have disabilities. Yes. Um, this provides access for them so they can enlarge font, so they can listen to books. Mm-hmm. This is impacting a whole segment of the population who already doesn't have a very large voice i feel like Mm -hmm. and not only you know is this affecting disabilities but it also it's affecting those who not only have disabilities but and physical elements but also may not even have the money to go out Mm -hmm. and purchase these books which libraries are very happily 
willing yeah. to do so. Yeah, we are, we are a place for you to come to learn. There is a huge... Yeah. So even if, even if you are comfortable in your living situation and, you know, you, you're healthy and everything is all, all good in your world, there are people who are also served by your local library who need the services that we can provide. And something like this strangles us. Mm in what we can provide because you're right it is strong arming us into doing <laughs> like well doing nothing in a yeah. sense because we we can't buy another book until that eight week embargo is up plus the pricing fluctuates when that eight week embargo yeah, is up which is I'm ridiculous sure, yeah once so, once that embargo is up i'm sure they'll dry, they'll raise the price like crazy but they what was it it's like a six month window and then there's another window after mm. that and there's two different prices within those so it's ridiculous that it has these things going on, but it's it's something that we want everyone to be aware of. I mean, I know you may be thinking, well, I'm already waiting for ebooks. Why should I care about waiting a little bit longer? It's, it's not necessarily going to be a little bit longer. It may be a lot longer. And as we mentioned before, this sets a really dangerous precedent. Like, I hate to say it like that, but that honestly is what what it is it sets Mm -hmm. a precedent that the publishing world can push libraries around that libraries aren't necessarily that important Mm -hmm. that like that they can just go off and put in whatever embargo they want for whatever time period they want and what an awful thing to do to fans of their their books like I mean, this With really is. It's you're intentionally trying to frustrate your readers to purchase a book rather than wait. That's like some manipulative stuff. Yeah, you're it's right very. It's <clears throat> it. It's very very weird to me. Let me pull your pigtails yes. until you acknowledge me. <laughs> yeah, like it's um. In you know, it's the first time that libraries are being accused of being a problem and not a partner. Plus, how much free advertising do we do for these people, essentially? Like, if we stick one of their books on our staff Mm -hmm. read shelf or in our center display or online, do you know how much, like, that jumps up in circulation? How many people notice it and click on it and look at it? That's... They're losing so much money. Because, I mean, there are libraries out there who went and said, okay, we're not buying from these publishers anymore. Yeah, there's. I, I think I actually have a. Right now, there was a list. Oh gosh, where is it? I hid it somewhere in here. Um, but I mean, there's there's multiple ways to get involved too, which this is kind of leading into. Yeah. Is that libraries are getting involved? I think before there was a petition, the eBooks for All petition went out before the embargo went placed, um, went in place, and I believe that number. What was it? I can't remember off the top of my head. I think it was 160,000 signatures on the petition oh, that were sent to the it, CEO. I, it was sent to the CEO, but at this date right but now, he ignored it. I think we have two, 220,000 plus at this point. Yeah. We can actually probably tell we you probably exactly could. what right now but, is. Um, but even that's not enough because he ignored it, and he yeah. still continues to ignore it. So... There are different ways to get involved. Um, if you guys go to ebooksforall.org, you mm-hmm. can find all this information that we're talking about there as well, broken down in very coherent, yes. nicely organized ways. <laughs> that I two like. It's just instead of two librarians being very angry and sitting here shouting. 
<laughs> this is our angry voice. Yes. Our disappointed yeah, this voice. Is, this is where this librarians is the voice get of disappointment. Yes. <laughs> But I, I think I saw something that was like, oh, you know, librarians are leading a quiet revolt. Like, I don't know. It's if like it's not quiet. No, no. <laughs> no, no. Well, I think this also feeds into the fundamental misunderstanding about what libraries do, what mm-hmm. librarians do. You know, I hear at the desk a lot, oh, yeah. it must be really calm and quiet working at a library. It must be, you know, nice to read all day. Mm. I wish. Oh, gosh. I wish, like, there was some type of thing that... You know, I could read all day, but that's called yeah. the weekend when mm-hmm. I go home. <laughs> no, libraries are very fast-paced and very busy, and we do a lot of stuff behind the scenes that don't always get seen at the desk. Yeah. I mean, we love our jobs. We love what yeah. we do, and we love coming out and checking out books for you guys, but that's that's really a small segment of what mm-hmm. we do, and part of what we do that you don't see is this activism behind the yes. scenes to stand up for your rights to read what you want to mm-hmm. read. Um, so if you do want to get involved... Again, ebooksforall.org. There's a get involved link that they have there, which gives you some suggestions. Um, write an op-ed to your local media outlets. That's a great way to spread the word. Um, do social media posts. Use the hashtag ebooksforall on anything that you post, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, LinkedIn wherever you go. Do videos. Take pictures of your hold like wait times yeah and tag it ebooks it. for all and then maybe tag mcmallon in too just to be like why just why <laughs> why this and i mean if you have any questions always feel free to talk to librarians about yes. it because you know this is something we're all passionate about mm-hmm. i think every one of us on staff knows about it too at this point we're yeah all... we have to all know yeah um particularly if you want more details i would say reference reference is a great source to um we're, you have we're so always much able. information. We have a lot. <laughs> I just, uh, just for reference, I, I managed to write out seven pages of, of uh, stuff today. Six, yeah. actually. So, <laughs> you know. All your stuff. We, we enjoy researching, and we would be happy do. to do as much research as you'd like, um, or if you're looking for something specific, um, especially with when it comes to something like this, because we're really passionate about it. Um, and we can give you statistics <coughs> and whatever you need. <coughs> Sorry, as I cough in everyone's <laughs> face. <laughs> um, that's pretty much all there is yeah. to it, right? Like, <coughs> get involved. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Be informed. <coughs> I'm choking. Thank I, it sounds like a beat, <coughs> like a like a the beginning of a. I don't know. <laughs> <coughs> I think um, I, I don't know. I. I I just think that this is something that we should all just really pay attention to. Um, and it's important for those of you who, who love your library and who come in every day and who, um, you know, takes advantage of the many re- resources that we have to also be aware of these inner workings that can prevent people like you or, um, or patrons who may be more disadvantaged um, to be able to get the information that they need, which is really why, I, I mean, libraries are this cornerstone of democracy, of, of being able to, you know, provide equitable information and resources to anyone, no matter who they are. Um, no matter and, your beliefs, no matter your beliefs, orientation, orientation anything. anything. Mm-hmm. Like, you have the right to read what you want to read, mm-hmm. you have the right to find information, and that's the soapbox we will all stand on. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but 
I mean, right now, McMillan's the big one. That's yes. the one that we want everyone so to be addressing. So part of the big five. They're, they're kind of the one that all this effort is being directed at, I would mm-hmm. say. Not as much... Well, there is the um, boycott on Blackstone, mm-hmm. which has been going on at Chicago, I believe. Was Chicago yes, the one? Chicago so. Public Library? I think. They're boycotting either Blackstone or McMillan or both. But... Um, that that is something that other libraries around the country are getting involved in so if you're interested and you're from a different part of the country and you want to know if your local library is involved just head on over to google yes. type it in see what happens we'd love to know what's going on elsewhere um <coughs> for us you can check out the banner on the clamsnet.overdrive.com header there it should give you some information about um, the whole ebooks for all campaign, mm-hmm. the embargo by McMillan, how that impacts you, and then it gives you again the link so you can get involved and and speak out about this if you want to. Please do. Um, <coughs> we definitely could use support on yes. this. Um, the more McMillan hears from the readers who supposedly are going to buy all their books, yes, <laughs> the more <laughs> the more likely they will be, I think, to reconsider their decision i hope absolutely i hope i really hope and add your signature to the ebooks for all campaign if 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 you agree with us then it would you know any any additional signatures trying to get this up you know hopefully you're not going to get flooded in your inbox by librarians you don't even have to you're not going to have a horde of librarians everywhere and it's it's not going to happen it's just your name your zip code um your phone number and your email but i don't even think that um you you can even um, opt out of getting any notifications. So yeah, if you, you just want to put your name to it and you don't want to receive anything else, um, you can do that. I I'm signed up for email notifications. I've gotten one email. Yeah, I think them. I've gotten maybe two. Maybe two, um, but both like from Wanda Brown, the president yes. of ALA, mm-hmm. saying like how how it's going mm-hmm. and just giving a status update, which is really useful. Yes, absolutely. So it's it's up to you guys what you want to do, but. As it says on this website, I like this one. Limiting mm. access to new titles for libraries means limiting access for readers like you. I think that's the big mm. point that is important here. Mm-hmm. That this is... We're, we're standing up against this for you guys, too. Mm. Like, it's not just for us. And no, no, this is for... This is for you. Mm-hmm. So we hope you check it out. We hope you sign the petition. If you've got any questions, come talk to us. Mm-hmm. That is all I can say before my throat dies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As I've been choking slowly. Well, uh, Do you have any any other stats to no, throw at us? I mean, you... I think this is, um, we've gotten through everything. Um, I just put an obscene amount of things in here. But no, That's fine. I think we're, we are good to go. And I think... We've gotten our point. <laughs> I think we had. We're just gonna keep talking about it again and again yes. and again. <laughs> yes. Um, oh, one more thing. If you are a member of the media, there is an ebook lending press kit on ebooks oh, for yeah. all. Mm-hmm. So if you go there and then towards the bottom of the page, it says what we all can do. It's the one on the far right for journalists. They have a press kit, so that is important to know if you yes. are members of the media. Um, otherwise, we're gonna be back next week uh, mm-hmm. with what is it? funny 
funny things that funny funny uh, ways that library books have been destroyed or something. Yeah, funny ways library books have been destroyed. I also want to look up like funny things found in book drops. Yeah, because I know there are some really funny things that have been found in book drops. Oh yes. So <laughs> next week's gonna be kind of humorous. Yep. Please stay tuned. So we're gonna be serious. To, you know. Yeah, this is our yeah, serious. This is, this voice. is our serious one. Next one we'll <laughs> try. Next one, light. the cardigan comes off. Yes. And we <laughs> we lounge about what we talk about. So be on the lookout for that. All right, everyone. Thank you for listening. Thank you.